This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these goats. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, what do you say we start a new week, Al Dukes? How you be? Oh, another podcast week, Jerry. I got That's a great, uh, yeah, I got a great topic off of Twitter today from a guy uh, whose name is at JN Metz on okay. Twitter. He uh, was having a debate, I guess, with his friends, and see what you think about this one, Jerry. He asks, uh, when ordering from a Chinese menu, a little Chinese food, do you consider lo mein and or fried rice an entree? Or is that a side item you get with whatever it is that you order? I don't order Chinese food. Oh, no. I don't know. Oh, no, Jerry. I don't think I've really? gotten Chinese food in probably... My kids don't eat it. Really? So you've probably got to go back 10 years. Wow. Maybe longer the last time we ordered Chinese food. And I would say I did like General So's chicken back in the day. Me that too. would be what I would eat over rice. Although that's but, probably a terrible thing because anything that like they they really deep fry the General Tso's chicken, right, uh, and then put that delicious it coating so over good, it. <laughs> so who knows? You know, it's probably like not the best parts of the chicken because they're dressing Prob- it up with the right, like um, the ankles. <laughs> yeah, like the chicken ankles <laughs> and chicken feet. Whereas if you get like the sliced chicken and say broccoli, that's what my wife always got. Ah, uh, that's like the nice sliced white meat. But I always considered lo mein and fried rice as like. A side item. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I've, I've got nothing. I don't. We don't do it. I don't know. And so you're I asked my wife, I actually asked my wife on Saturday or Friday, whatever it was. A serious question: Like, do you think Chinese restaurants? Because a lot of takeout places are thriving right now. Thriving. You're a, you're a pizza place. I mean, you're doing well. I mean, some of these lines outside are ridiculous. Bagel shops are doing great. Do you think? And fast food places all over the place are killing yeah. it. Do you think Chinese restaurants are hurting takeout ones? I don't mean the sit down ones or the yeah, buffet I, ones. Yeah, I, I think it. I think it might be coming around now where people are going back to them. I think in the beginning people were afraid that because the uh, coronavirus came from China, that the somehow the Chinese restaurants that have been here in America forever somehow have it. Right. Uh, so I do think people were staying away from them in the beginning, but I think now people are probably getting involved. You mentioned the thing about the pizza places being busy, and I don't understand how some of these businesses, like the ones that are allowed to open up, yeah, they can't seem to handle the workload. And I don't know if that is because they let their staff go when it first happened, and now just like the owners are running the places. But I, I have in- not run into that at all. I've run into that a lot down the Jersey Shore where I'll call places and they're open. 
for takeout, and right. they take their phone off the hook. Wow, no, we have not. I mean, first of all, there's only four or five places we've gone to yeah. because it's kind of part of um, the routine we have anyway. But it has been as precise as it was prior to. It may, even, it may be even better, to be quite honest. Yeah, I'm not running into that. I'm running to, down the Jersey Shore where it's like these places that are open. Donut. I'm talking like donut shops, yeah. uh, sandwich shops, um, uh, chocolate shops. They can't handle the just the phone business. So I'm wondering how they were handling the business with the walk in the door also. Unless they unless business is up and they're not ready for it. It's certainly possible. Like I, I think, said there I don't know. So we went to yesterday, um we wanted we were out. Uh went to see Kim's parents uh, for a, uh, for an hour, which you'll hear about on the warm up show coming up. We discussed that for, you know, the Mother's Day plans or whatever. When we left, there's a Dunkin' Donuts, and that's about an hour away. There's a Dunkin' Donuts right by the complex, and we said, oh, let's get up, grab a coffee for the ride home. Al, there had to have been 15 cars online. Yeah. So I said, you know what? The heck with that. I knew this place is slow, so we're like, we're not, it'll be a half hour. So we said, oh, we'll get up, we'll go home, we'll go sit outside, it's beautiful out, we'll have a coffee, whatever, blah, 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 blah. We stop at the first one. Maybe more cars online, and then we hit the one by our house, which we know is really quick. I mean, they have perfected the drive-through. Yeah, and I would say we were probably nine or ten back on the line, and there were cars waiting on the highway. I think right. people are just getting out and just hitting different places. Right, but but prior to this, like you could still go into Dunkin' Donuts now. So why are Some, why is the, it so all, crazy? So, so these three are all closed except for the drive-through. Yeah, this is the thing that's making people nuts. I know it's making Boomer nuts, too. It's like why some things are yeah. wide open and other things are not open. And the other crazy thing, like being down the Jersey Shore, how each town itself that connects from the boardwalk, you could go from Spring Lake, Belmar, uh, Avon, Bradley, Ocean Grove, Asbury Park. You can just walk the boardwalk and go from one to the other. And each boardwalk has their own rules right so when you get to the end of one you got to abide by new rules yeah so it's like in spring lake you can't walk on the boardwalk you have to walk right next to the boardwalk makes no sense then you get to belmar you can walk on the boardwalk then you get to uh i got to bradley beach you could go on the boardwalk but they've they've police taped off any of the uh benches to sit on really then you get to ocean grove the boardwalk's open, and you can sit on the benches. I, then you get is, back really, to Asbury Park, stupid. and it's closed completely. It is just stupid. <laughs> I don't understand. I, You know, and we've talked about this, too, and I saw it this weekend again. Home Depot, they're limiting the amount of people that can go in. They've got, like, a Disney World line form that you got to yeah. zigzag around and everything. And, you know, they got a security guard in the exit, so when two go out, two more can come in. And it's – I don't like it, but it's very well done. It's very organized. Then you go to Lowe's. Anybody can come in, and the place is packed. Like I, I don't understand. I don't get it. I don't. Yeah. I don't for the life of me understand. Supermarkets are like that too. The Whole Foods down in Wall, New Jersey, is, there's more people in line than in the store. I think they're letting like seven people in the store at a time. And then the then the Whole Foods in Marlboro, packed with people. They're not counting anybody. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand. There's no rhyme or reason. It seems yeah. like it's really bizarre. And why some places got to remain closed, others can open and make a fortune. I don't get it. Yeah. Me too, Jerry. I'm confused. I know. I know, I know, I know. 
I was just thinking, Jerry, you know how I'll be moving this? Uh, I'll be moving some of my stuff this week, but I'm yes, moving we've discussed out completely. This, yes. We've discussed this. But, uh, you know, some uh, someone, uh, a man uh, DM'd me who uh, used to there coach. There you go, Al. A man D- uh, Eddie, a man DM'd Al. <laughs> Hit me up on my DMs. <laughs> he uh, was talking about the baseball field, which uh, my apartment looks out onto. Yeah. And how he said, you know, oh, you know, you know I, I taught my son to play baseball there. And I really, I did choose this apartment unit because it did look on the baseball field. I remember that. And I will tell you that it was one of the joys of living here to see not the baseball games themselves, but when a father and son, just the two of them, would show up here when there was no game being played. Yeah. And the father trying to connect with his son through baseball, whether it was... Just playing catch or letting the kid hit the ball off the tee, and I would I would stop and watch for a little while because yeah. that was like that's as John Mellencamp would say, Jerry, ain't that America? You and me. I would think it is. Yes, I went through that and I got all the pictures from years and years you past. Did. Yeah, it's it's sad to me that I'm beyond that part of it, but yes, it, yeah, uh, absolutely, it's a very cool thing when you see. And I know you're not around it, but when you're around the the, the the baseball complexes and you go to the t-ball field and you see all the moms or the dads bringing their little four-year-old who can barely still walk, <laughs> and he's got a bag that's bigger than him, and uh, while it might be a goofy thing after about 30 minutes, it's still cool watching them just kind of understand the concept and how to learn how to play. It really yeah. is. It's something. Or when they're throwing batting practice, like when the kid gets a little older, when they can actually hit a ball. And even that, just the father bringing the big bucket of balls yeah. and throwing batting practice to, to your kid. One after the other, after the other, after the other. Go pick them up and start over again. It makes me so want to have true. a child, Jerry. It's very. I I get it, dude. I do. I mean, I think there are, you know, there are certain benefits to you know not having the family. I, I can understand that, but there's a lot of stuff you miss out on. So I I understand the give and take, no question. But then, what if I had a girl and she doesn't play baseball? No, she plays softball. She plays soccer. There are different things that they do. You you know, they play basketball, lacrosse. There's all sorts of things that they can do now, and it depends on the way you raise them. I mean, obviously, if they've got no athletic ability whatsoever, <laughs> you know, you don't want to keep forcing them into the sport, but I do think you start them on everything to at least expose them to it right. to see if anything takes, and you know what? Away you go. Yes, that's the thing. You expose them to multiple sports and see yeah. what they grasp onto. No question. Or if they no go, question. soccer's not for me, or baseball's not for me. My parents didn't do that. I just got pet. I guess probably I was only showing interest in baseball. It was a different time, though, too. I mean, I played, yeah. like, I wasn't allowed to play football until I turned 10. Um, and I wanted to. I was not allowed to play hockey because to play hockey, I had to give up baseball, which I wasn't going to do. My parents put me in baseball and basketball immediately. Um, and I kind of, and soccer. And I did not like soccer. So that was one or two years and out. And then it was all baseball and basketball from that point forward. And then football starting at age 10. So did a lot. Would have done more, but it was good. Yeah, I feel like soccer wasn't even a thing when I was a kid. Like, soccer I didn't know, was huge. I didn't I know anyone who played. But it depends on where you grew up. We have a huge soccer complex in town that is about as popular as ever. And when I was a kid, it was, I mean, it was pretty good. And it really hasn't changed. So depends on the area. You know, in some places it's lacrosse. You go to Long Island, it's lacrosse. Right. So, you know, who knows? Now, tell me if I should feel weird about this, Jerry. You're a good uh, you're a good barometer for this. So, you know, we've talked about my furniture, that I'm going to be selling furniture on, like, I've got to figure out where I'm selling furniture. So I've had a couple listeners reach out. Yeah. 
and say, oh, you know, I'm redoing a man cave. I'm redoing my basement. What do you, what do you got? Is it weird for me to feel weird to take money from a listener for a furniture? <laughs> so it's funny you say it that. It feels weird. It is weird. It goes to the whole point of at what point, like, so for instance, I have, you've seen it. I've got an inflatable batting cage, which is yeah. a really cool item, but I don't use it nearly as much as I thought I was going to. Matter of fact, I barely, we barely use it to the point where I spent almost $10,000 on it and it's been just a waste of money. And so I decided, all right, I put it on Facebook Marketplace and, you know, and a friend of mine said, why don't you put it on Twitter? you got so many dads that follow you. Right. And I thought the same thing. Like, I, I don't know. I feel strange doing that. But at yes. the same time, I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm just, is there anyone right. out there that's interested? Yes. You know. Yes, it then, feels very weird. It does. I agree. Um, so I don't know. I'm not, I don't know how to answer you. If you're comfortable with it, then go for it. But, you know, now you have a relationship with that person and away you go. Yeah, because Gina said to me, I said, oh, this uh, listener was might be interested in some of my furniture. She goes, well, you're not going to sell it to him. Just give it to him, right? I go, I want to get some money for this furniture. Yeah. It's I, well, three years I, old. And I understand what she's saying, but I, you know, at the end of the day, you probably spent a lot of money on that couch, right? I did. Give it away. Right. So, yeah, it's a tough one. It really is. It's difficult. That's why you're better, better off selling it, you know, as an anonymous person. And then all of a sudden, if they come to see it, they'll go, oh, I know you. You're from the right. show. That's fine. But... Right, that's the thing, though. Facebook Marketplace, you are you. Yeah, but there's no yes, but you're putting it on a marketplace. You're not putting it on your Facebook page. I understand it's you. Oh, I, I get gotcha. that. But you're not going to your friends on your Facebook page and saying, yeah. hey, look at me. Anybody want to buy this? You're, <laughs> you're putting it on a marketplace. Right. So be it. That, to me, is not an issue at okay. all. Okay. But I would not put it on Twitter or your Facebook page or right. on the radio show. Yes, that would be weird. Yes, that would be very strange. Hmm. So I, I know where she's going, but I'm, I'm with you on yeah. that. That having been said, if you're interested in an inflatable batting cage, give me a call. <laughs> <laughs> or a couch or a bedroom set. or Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Will it be it's awkward funny. for them while we exchange money? Yes, but we'll do it. <laughs> no, Venmo. We're not exchanging <laughs> Oh, money. I didn't even think of Venmo. Venmo, done. Ooh, it's no, the coolest thing. Jerry, this could be no contact delivery. Yes, you could leave it outside. They pay on Venmo. You don't even see them. Uh, yeah, although furniture, I can't move my own furniture, Jerry. I wouldn't even know how to get this to uh, down to somebody. I would require someone to come in and get it. That's a very good point. Well, good luck mm. with that. Mm. <laughs> Interesting. Um, yeah, so that's where we're at. Okay. The, the truck might be going today, tomorrow, Wednesday, or Thursday. Oh. So I will let you know. Okay, otherwise uh, Eddie has a, a transit van. That, Does he uh, really? his Why? wife his wife uses for her business. I didn't know that. Yeah, they bought one a, a year or so ago. He told me I could slide the uh, mattress right in there. Look at Eddie rolling in it. Yeah. Nice. Oh, by the way, you know how you told me you had a problem with the Lowe's delivery? Yes. They've already pushed back. Unbelievable, yeah. At least they contacted you. No one contacted they did. me. I'm on the contact sheet, Jerry. Man, I got completely stiffed on that one. Understandable in these times. No, Yours was well, not in these times, though. When you mine was stiffed. at the very, very beginning. Mine yeah. was mid March, so it wasn't like things had right. gotten crazy yet. We were just still kind of wondering what the hell life was going to be like in two weeks, let alone two months. You know, it's two months. Yeah, from the date that I was in Indianapolis when they canceled that basketball game. Two months today. April. I'll be two months uh, on May twentieth. So think I about how I was thinking week. about this that you've been home. 
Yeah. And think about how lucky the NFL is that they were able to get. The, like, what would have happened? All kidding aside, if the NBA would have done this, let's say five days before the Super Bowl, seven days before the Super Bowl, and people started losing their minds. Yeah. What would the NFL have done? I don't know. Right. Very interesting, isn't it? Yes. So, so I, here's another thing I'm very confused by. I know we got to go, but whatever. Explain this to me. So I'm going to read you something. Um, there was a study done that said, and I don't mean to go all coronavirus on you, but it's the end. So if you're still I love with coronavirus this, talk. Okay. So there was a study done that basically says they were trying to figure out why the death rate was so prevalent in certain countries and why in other cases, in other countries, it hasn't been. Okay. So they did a study, and I forget what science journal this was posted in, but it's if you search it, you'll find it. And basically they found the one common denominator they have found has been if you're vitamin D deficient, your body just doesn't fight this off very well. And so, okay, that's interesting. I guess that makes sense. And then I started looking into vitamin D and the benefits of it and how you get it. Okay, so here's the so here's the thing. Researchers have discovered a strong correlation between severe vitamin D deficiency and COVID nineteen mortality rates. And there's there's a bunch of different um, uh, articles written about it. Then you look at vitamin D and how you become deficient in it. Number one, stay inside. <laughs> yeah, it's the sun. Right. If you're obese or overweight, yeah, your body becomes deficient in vitamin D. Hmm. Point is, you read through all these different things, and it's as if by staying in and staying completely out of sunshine and being out and about, you're almost putting yourself at more risk. We're giving ourselves coronavirus. I'm so confused. Dude, I am so confused by all this. It's ridiculous. Yes. So Very confusing. It really is. So just take two minutes and read that. I'd be interested in what you think. All right, Jerry. I will do that. All right. Uh, I'm interested also in the warm-up program. That happened today at 542, I believe. A lot of people were sleeping because you're lazy. <laughs> so listen to it here, and we will see you tomorrow. Right. So, so. Good morning, campers. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry. The shortest show on WFAN. Well, well, well. We say good morning to another week. It's Monday, Al Dukes. It's moving week. How are you, man? Oh, hi, Jerry. Yes, it is moving week for me. And uh, during these times of coronavirus, Jerry, I want to be clear. This is the only show on WFAN that offers contact-free delivery. Just this one. And I, when, I don't know what that means. And when things get back to normal, Jerry... We will then come to your homes and turn on your radios for you. No, but until then, this is a contact-free delivery. Jerry and I bring the program to you. We leave it on your front door. We ring your bell. We disappear. That's when you come out and pick up the program. Listen at your convenience. Is that All fair right. to say, Jerry? No, I have no idea what it means. You don't know what it means? Contact I don't know free what it means. <laughs> I just see all this contact-free delivery stories yeah. now. I see Domino's. They just plop the pizzas on your uh, stoop. Yeah, but they make a big deal out of like we take the pizza right out of your oven and put it in the box without touching it, as opposed to what? 
were they doing? <laughs> Putting your hands in that 900-degree <laughs> oven. <laughs> Spinning it on their finger like a Globetrotter basketball and then plopping it into the box. It's You know what? For the TV networks that are getting the uh, the advertising revenues yeah. for whatever message they want to give, yes. no problem. <laughs> I do like that this is now a focus on, like, let's not touch people's food. I love that this is a new thing. This will go away. It'll go away. You're right. Once <laughs> it's a good get time for you, normal, though. Uh, yes, it is a good time for me. Even though I don't, I'm not. A, I'm still not ordering. I still have a problem having someone else deliver food to my house. I have no problem. I give a nice tip. All good. Yeah, it feels like I'm being lazy. Yeah, but I look at it as you are actually supporting them. Yeah, that's true. You're helping other people, Jerry. You're helping the restaurant and the driver. Right. Good point. That's yeah. fair. I'll take that into account along with my uh, contact-free delivery. There you go. You got to go find new contact-free delivery down the shore starting tomorrow. Yeah, I'm moving. Um, well, I'll move some of my stuff this week and other other stuff because some of the items I've ordered for my new place, Jerry, they they keep getting pushed back a couple days. Shocking. Every day gets pushed back a little bit. Yeah, I can imagine. Still bit. an exciting week, though, still. Still an exciting week. Yeah. Exactly, Jerry. I saw something over the weekend on TMZ, which I wasn't sure was a goof at first. So then I actually had to click and watch the interview. Right. They interviewed Evander Holyfield. Yeah, I saw this. And he talked, they asked him about, because I guess Mike Tyson is been, has been really training. Well, the video and, of him looks, I mean, it's only 30 seconds, but it looks yeah. spectacular for a guy that's 53. Yes, so he is interested in boxing and exhibition matches, this Mike Tyson is. So the TMZ guy asked uh, Evander Holyfield, would he be interested in boxing Mike Tyson? And he said that he would be interested in a three-round exhibition match. Right. Now, would that be for charity or what? For the children, Jerry. For the children, right. I don't know if it would be for charity. I think it would be for our entertainment during coronavirus. How do we get this fast-tracked? Uh, talk to Evander Holyfield. You should have his contact. He was in the studio <laughs> I once. Think I, I think I do have his contact, actually, Jerry. I think you do. So put your two cents in. I would shut this show off right now. And put on Evander Holyfield versus Mike Tyson, however old they are. I think most people would. It's still a draw. I agree. Although I think Tyson, like you said, he he would probably destroy Evander Holyfield. Based on right what now. I saw, yeah, he looked great. Plus, I See think how, Holyfield how fast his hands were. Oh, I think Holyfield's older than him by a number of years. Yeah. Well, he might want to think about his safety then before he does it. Yeah, but I would sign up for that in a second, Jerry. I'm with you. It would be it would be interesting in this day and age where we're looking for anything to watch. That yeah. would be interesting. There was an NFL schedule conspiracy going around. I saw I yeah, I saw you write about that. So what is this conspiracy? The conspiracy was that the NFL wants Patriots fans to also be able to watch Tampa Bay Buccaneer games. So they purposely did not schedule the Buccaneers and the Patriots to play at the same time all but twice in the entire season. I will tell you, whether it's a conspiracy or not, I think it's a pretty cool idea. Yeah. He was there for 20 years. He won how many championships? He was in how many Super Bowls? And while, as Peyton Manning said the other day, while some guys up there might hate him, I'm sure there's a number of them that still love him. And I remember when Emmett went to the Cardinals. I was interested in those games. Yes, as much as, you know, it was, it was different. And it looks odd to see them in the it, different uniform. Yes, it does. Well, the NFL, uh, I think one of their spokespeople came out and said, listen, this is NFL schedule. It's nearly impossible to put together. We can't keep that in mind when we're doing it. It is pure coincidence, wow. Jerry. All right, well, you know what? It works out for Brady fans. That's all I would say. 
Plus, they're all they're both getting like multiple prime time games, so they obviously can't be playing at the same time when the prime time games are prime time. And the very only good thing, point. Very the only point. thing on TV at the time. That is true. That is true. If they even play in the fall, who knows? Who knows, Jerry? Who knows, Jerry? Did you social distance visit with your mother yesterday? Uh Saturday. Saturday, you did. Yeah, I did as it's well. Weird. I, I realized I had my mother make me lunch yesterday, which. <laughs> It's not the way it's supposed to work. Not the way it's supposed to work, but I also felt like I shouldn't be walking into their home because they're over seventy. So what did you do? Did you stay outside? I stayed outside on the on the patio. Okay, we went inside, but we stayed about fifteen feet apart. Yeah, they came out on the patio, so that we were face to face. I wasn't talking through a, a screen door. Oh, that's good. How yeah. long did you stay? We were about an hour. Yeah, I think an hour. Yeah, it's it's just strange. And we went to Kim's parents' house in the morning yesterday for about an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, same type of deal inside 15 feet. It's just, I don't know, it's weird. It's just it's strange. No hugs, hello. No hugs, goodbye, Jerry. Which I'm good with. You're fine with that? I am. I got to be honest. If one thing comes out of this is that we're done away with the hugs and the kiss, I'm good with that. No offense to anybody. But it's like, ah, uh, the kiss hello, the kiss goodbye. It's like, ah, oh, yeah. it's enough. See ya. <laughs> a lot of contact. This is just like a wave. Hey, happy Mother's Day. Thanks for everything. I'm right. Gonna- Head but it was it, it was odd, and then we spent you know the afternoon in the backyard alone yesterday, playing sports. Uh, a little bit, not too much, but yes, I actually gave the boys haircuts. Ooh, like out on the back porch. That's right. With clippers uh, or with yeah. scissors? No, clippers. Nice. How about that? And then Kim painted their hair blue. Did you do it to like down to like a crew cut level as they um, call it? No, mostly just the sides and the back. They kind of kept a lot that was on top. They wanted. Oh, to. nice mohawks! But it looks so much cleaner. Do they have mohawks? No, they were fine. They were good. And then okay. I charged them seventeen dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Had them read old magazines before they were able to get there. That's right. Cheap asses haircut. didn't even give me a tip. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry Dennis Rodman thinks Kim Jong Un. Mm-hmm. Is alive. He is alive. I'm sure he is. I'm sure he's fine. And he's he thinks, laughing at the rest of the world. And he thinks he's watching The Last Dance, the Michael Jordan story. Well, he's a very big Rodman fan, and he's got a big part. <laughs> yes. So maybe he is. <laughs> now, I watched some of the one last night. They mm-hmm. did uh, cover some of his gambling situation and the death of his father. They did. They kind of they covered it, but also glanced through it. Yes. I, it was It wasn't a major part of the episode, but it was... It was enough, I thought. You know, here's what they didn't do. They didn't completely omit it. Right. Which but I you're was... right. Cover I it was glance. Okay. It was a yeah. cover glance movie. It was fine. I watched that whole first episode, and I watched half of the second, and then I faded. So I have that on yeah. DVR, like, every week, and I'll watch the rest of it today. Yeah, I'm mainly looking for that uh, the blonde-haired, permed uh, security guard at the United Center. That's the he's... guy I'm most interested in seeing. And he's there. He's following him around yeah. as he returns. It's pretty wild, isn't it? I did see, yeah, and he looks like he's all business. Like in the back when he's flipping quarters with Jordan, he yes. looks like a hilarious guy that I could probably beat up. But when he is walking Jordan through crowds, he's all business. And he should be. That's his job. I, it's weird. There's only two more of these now. Yeah. Then what do we watch? Then what do we do? Actually, we there's, another, NASCAR. there's another E60 coming out. Now, a I lot saw of people, three of them coming out. Oh, is that right? A lot of people enjoyed the uh, Alex Smith one about right. his his crazy leg situation. There's an E60 coming out May 29th called Imperfect, the Roy Halladay story. There's that. There's also one on Lance Armstrong coming out, and then there's one with McGuire and Sosa and the home run chase. 
All right, I, I'm going to go two out of three for those. Lance Armstrong, no interest. Not interested. Got He's, it. He bikes. He steroids up. Sure. He dated Cheryl Crow. Not interested in him. And then dumped her. And then dumped her. Yeah. I'm all for this Roy Halladay and this Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa one you're talking about. Yeah, I forget the name. It's about that summer and the the home run chase. And it, yeah. looked, pretty, it looked interesting. Yeah, I I'm think that, that one is in, I want to say that one's in early June, but I'm not yeah. sure. So there's a few things to watch, but this was neat, though, because this was a series, and this was every Sunday you had something for five weeks. We've got yes. one more week of it, but um, at least it gave you something to look forward to. I watched a little bit of the UFC on Saturday. I'm not oh, the biggest did. fan. I did. I watched a little bit of it, um, and it wasn't bad, and I have watched some of the baseball. It's been on early morning, and um, you know, so there's been things in the NASCAR I will watch this weekend, but yeah. I'm ready for golf. I am ready for golf now in June, and I'm hopeful. I really am hopeful that the NBA – uh, finishes up their season. So we do have to take a break, though. Oh. I know you've got, like, so God, many more topics so many to get things, to. Jerry. I know. So we need many. another half hour. So um, and we'll do that, and then Boomer and Geo start a new week here on The Fan. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, welcome back. A couple more minutes before we get you to Boomer and Geo. Uh, there was breaking news that's going to hit Al pretty hard. Jerry yeah. Stiller has passed away at the age of 92. You know him from, of course, uh, Seinfeld, which is where I'm sure Al got used to him. And then uh, he was also the dad. I forget the show with Kevin James, which is a, a really good show, too. And uh, Leah Remini, is that how you say her name? Yes. So, why can I not think of the name of that show? Yeah, I don't know. I'm blanking out on it as well. But <laughs> good yeah, show. Just Google it. I you could. Google it. So, Jerry yeah. Stiller. Yep. He had an amazing career uh, early on. Like He was a, uh, a legendary uh, comedian, Jerry. Was he? I don't know that he did stand-up, but like he did uh, skits and things with his wife. Okay. So we lost a Jerry Stiller, a Little Richard this weekend. Yeah. Tutti Frutti. Right. Oh, Rudy. I'm going to play that at the top of one of the hours. Tutti Who's Frutti. the third? Uh, Betty Wood Johnson. Oh, that's right. I saw she that. She was 99. Oh, if she almost hit 100, that would have been awesome. She is uh, Woody Johnson's mother. Isn't Mrs. Ford, isn't she around 100? She owns the Lions. Is that isn't right? She, I think so. I want to say she's in that 99, 100 year old range as well. You know my fantasy is to pass away on my birthday at 100. At 100, right, so until like, the day before your 100th birthday. No, no, it needs to be like on the, so that the birth's birth. Uh, so no, I'm saying stone. it's your fantasy until you get to yeah. about the day before. <laughs> oh, you're saying like September 21st of uh, 2069, yeah. I'm going to be like, huh. I can tell you right now, if you get to that point, yeah. you are going to go to bed that night thinking, huh. This will be interesting. Hmm. <laughs> Where would you just stay up all night? <laughs> well, I'd have to worry the entire day until I hit September yeah. 23rd. The day that after. is very true. That but is I thought that always looked interesting on a cemetery gravestone to have it exactly 100 years. Yeah, not many people can say they can do that or yeah. have done it. 99 is amazing. 99 is amazing. 100 uh, better. 99 Jerry, is amazing. Jerry Stiller was 92, and I think Little Richard 75. Ugh. Can you By name 17 another? Seventeen years, man. He—that's uh, an additional seventeen. What, do you love Tutti Fruity, Jerry? If that comes on the radio, are you? No, I feel like there's shaking? a better song he had. A wampapalua, a wampaboo. Yeah, that's better, I guess. I don't no, know. He—he he had, he did have a bunch. I can't, I can't think of them either. But you'll play them throughout the morning. I don't know about throughout the morning because those sound, those songs sound very dated. You know those songs yeah, so from like the fifties. That's all right. People Our audience is dated, Jerry. I have. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, we have a very 
young Vero audience. Oh, okay. Very good. I like you're going to play Jerry Stiller clips coming <laughs> in out of breaks. Filled with testosterone, this audience. Oh, yeah. Lots of testosterone. <laughs> I don't know about these days about anything, to be honest with you. <laughs> about testosterone? Anything. I'm oh. so confused by everything. Going I would on love right to now. take more testosterone, but. If uh, you missed uh, a fan show, Boomer and Geo, morning 6 to 10.